0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Two Moms and Some Labels. Two Moms and Some Labels is a podcast um, put together so that parents of special needs children or caregivers can come together to network and commune and gain ideas on how to persevere through challenging times And so with that being said, on this episode of Two Moms and Some Labels, um, we're talking about dating, okay? This is an episode talking about dating. I touched on this a little bit on my TikTok, uh, if you follow me on TikTok, and I am the mom of all trades on TikTok, but I talked about this on TikTok. And so the question, the burning question was, dating even just being a typical parent can be difficult. It can be challenging. And especially when you add kids to the picture, then that just brings in a whole nother field of things that you have to deal with and and go through and figure out when you have kids involved. So what about when you have a child with special needs? How, how does that all work? Like, men, are you able to handle that? Is a man able to handle that? Uh, I mean, is a woman able to handle that, you know, mm-hmm. especially maybe if she doesn't have kids um, mm-hmm. or, you know, it, it can be just hard. And if she has kids and maybe she just has typical kids, it's a whole different ball game. And mm-hmm. we don't talk about this a lot. It's something we don't talk about. We're quick yeah. to talk about how, um, you know, oh, my man or my husband, he's not, um, you know, waking up for the kids or he's not taking them to the park. But what about, okay, my man, he has to get the feedings ready. He has to get the medicine for the syringe ready. Seizure medication, if they have a seizure, be able to handle that. I mean, it's all kinds. Of, if they have a trach, can they suction and do all that stuff that comes with it? I mean, right. it's just it's a lot
1: Uh It it is it definitely is a lot and i think it's great you know you guys can comment um when it goes up to you know give your opinions and stuff and we'll respond um but it is a lot it is definitely different um you know both of our kids have different needs and stuff um But it's it's a lot just even finding the time to spend time with a person to be able to date because you have to find a qualified, safe place for your child to be or have someone come into your home to visit. And that's, you know, I don't have nursing care. I don't think you have nursing care either, right? No,
0: I don't. So without
1: nursing care, which isn't even guaranteed, you're pretty much stuck on your own. Me, my mom is the only person that I feel safely leaving my son with. Um, And, you know, I don't want to be the person that just drops my kid off with grandma every time. So I'm very, you know, mindful of how much she watches him um, because she does keep him after school for me. Um, So I'm mindful about that. But then when I date, is someone going to be able to understand I might not have as much time to give you because I don't have childcare. And then you're in a relationship. So dating is just as hard.
0: Yeah, Yeah. with that, you know, yeah, and it was so funny, because um, I had saw this post on Instagram, or one of the social media outlets, and it was saying, like, uh, women, you should not be spending more time with your girlfriends than you do with your man, and I'm just like, well, if I, they look at it at one side, they don't, they don't know, they don't think about all these other things and what somebody's situation may be. Because I'm like, well, I think I might spend more time hanging out with my girlfriends because. We don't have a babysitter to watch the kids, so he has to watch them, yeah, or, you know, we take Mm -hmm. turns. So, yeah, more time might be spent hanging with our friends than being able to spend with each other.
1: Yeah, I think people also have to remember we're still human. We still, you know, even though we carry the nurse, the mom, the therapist role, you know, all our teachers, we we carry all that. But we're still, at the end of the day, we're still women. We want to get dressed up. We want to go out. We want to brunch. We want to, you know, we see all these fun activities that's going on, especially with social media. It's right in your face. And you're like, I want to do that. I want to do that. Um, You know, my friends know. Like they'll, they keep me because um, I did tell them to keep me in the invite list um, mm-hmm. because there was a point where they were like, "Oh, she's always going to say no." I said, "You never know when I might say yes, so keep me in the invite list. Um, I might say yes." You know, to that is it rare? Yes, um, <laughs> <laughs> but but I, I do like I might honestly like go out out maybe two times a year if that since my son has been born maybe twice a year and I'm talking maybe like a late night Jags game or like a little lounge and that's it
0: yeah and then even still it's like okay if these are your like real friends and they know your circumstances then why would they be wanting to count you out on the list? You know, mm-hmm. They know that you don't have somebody to watch your child mm-hmm. all the time. So, you know, why why would you count out your friend on being able to and I think do some things. people don't
1: understand the whole thing of watching your child, right? Yeah, so I think people are like, especially when they're around, they're like, "Oh, well, I've been around him, and he's he's good for you know, so long you could be able to, and I'm like, yeah, but anything can happen mm-hmm. and I need whoever has them to be able to properly handle what's going on because then you guys are going to see me on the news and you're going to be <laughs> like, why would she leave her child with that person Yeah, if they're not trained? So I'm like,
0: mm-hmm. you know, you
1: can't just leave your child with anyone. I mean, half the times you can't even leave yes. your children with the nurse that, it's higher than a professional mm-hmm. to take care of. You know, yep. you got to have cameras all over to make sure. Because that person's not going to love on your child all the time like you do. So, you know, it's mm-hmm. just a hard thing. Um, I tried uh, dating. And um, this was like maybe two years ago. And, oh, my God. And I say it was such a challenge. It was such a challenge because the person I was dating just did not understand. Like, yeah. he would call me like, hey, let's grab something to eat. Hey, let's go do this. Hey, and I'm like, Ugh, you know, I wish I had that freedom. He was a very nice guy. And yeah. I wish I did have that freedom to up and go. And I would always tell him, well, you know, I have a little child. And he would be like, oh, well, you know, I mean, he was offering to pay for babies. I mean, just every goal. Oh, wow. in- Yes, he was just like I'll pay oh, yeah. a case for her, da, 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 and I was like, yeah, but my mom was gonna get burnt out, and he was mm-hmm. like, someone nice. else. I'm like, no, you really don't understand, no.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I even look at this because I joined a couple Facebook groups to hopefully find a caregiver, um, uh-huh. you know, long term and stuff like that. And on these groups, I'm just like, people are like, is somebody available tonight? Is somebody available tomorrow? And I'm just like, how can you even feel comfortable leaving your child with somebody that you just met just because they have certifications or licenses or whatever, and you haven't even met them? You don't mm-hmm. know them from wherever. How can you just feel comfortable to have somebody come to your house or you bring your child to them and you just met them? I'm right. like, no, okay, even right. with a with typical child with my child with special needs is different because it's like, if my child is screaming, are you going to be able to handle that? When they're yelling for hours, are you going to be able to handle that? If they accidentally hit you because of reflexes, are you going to be able to handle that? Mm -hmm.
1: And that's the thing. Like I tell people all the time, you know, Lorenzo's good. Well, some, I won't even say good. He, I can manage him. So I know his triggers. I know what's going to send him over the edge, but if I bring him in in a complete stranger and he has one of his serious meltdowns that it can sometimes take an hour to bring him back to, you know, oh, okay, we're good. Um, you're right. Is somebody going to be able to deal with that? You see all these horror stories on the news. It only takes someone like that to snap and your child Mm -hmm. is gone. And then I think also, um, You know, I mean, both of our kids are still in diapers and stuff. So we're trusting someone to, you know, handle all of that. Um, We're trusting someone to feed. Both of our kids are nonverbal. So we're trusting someone to come in and not just check off everything on the list, but actually do it. Mm. Um, yeah, we can come in and check count the diapers to see if they've been chained, changed. We can come and see if food yeah. has been given or anything. But we're trusting that you weren't lazy and just poured the food down the sink. We're trusting that you didn't um, just throw away the diapers. And even if we do count the diapers and say, oh, okay, looks like our baby hasn't been changed. It's too late. Our baby has Mm -hmm. already, you know, had to go through that. And it's just not a good feel. But you bring up something really good, too. Being able to manage our kids' different moods and their ups and downs. Mm -hmm. That is a job in itself.
0: Yes. Because I know, excuse me, as a parent, you know, as a parent of a child with special needs, sometimes I'm just like, oh, my gosh. (gasps) I wish that she would stop yelling. I wish she would stop crying. Oh, my goodness. Like. I need a break. So yeah. imagine somebody coming in that has not mm-hmm. had to deal with that. Um, you know what their reactions may be and how they would handle that. It's like, cause I feel like it's like a whole nother level mm-hmm. when our kids have their, their moves and, yes. you know, things like that. Like it's a whole nother level.
1: And it's not just like how, you know, a typical kid they might have a tantrum or something because you tell them no.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Our kid can just burst out and have a different mood. And you're like, wait a minute. Okay, we what's going on? And sometimes they just have to get it out. And, you know, can someone handle that? And then, yeah. like, I'll have people say, well, bring bring your baby with us. Bring him. And I'm like, right. I'm like... You know, We've tried to bring him to restaurants and stuff. Mm-hmm. He's doing better, but he's fully
0: occupied
1: yeah. on an iPad phone or something because I have to break down to people, my child doesn't eat. So while we're sitting there enjoying eating and everything like that, those maybe hour and a half, two hours is a very long time asking someone whose f- food isn't coming yes. to him. He's just sitting there. That's a long time to just have someone sit there, you know, so it's different things that I also have to do with him to, um, you know, have fun. And it's just like you want to be able to meet someone that, you know, fully understands that. And then even if your partner dates, you know, my Mm -hmm. biggest thing is, okay, you know, we're both going to date. But is your new person going to fully understand? Because, God forbid, if anything happens to me, this is the person that you are saying is going to step in, mm-hmm. and be mom. And yeah. are they truly going to happen, you know, be able to handle it? Like I tell anyone, especially women that date men, I say, you know, he doesn't see his kids or whatever the drama is are you fully ready if that mom gets you know hit by a car tomorrow and her life changes are you ready to take in two three kids and financially emotionally and mentally and i think that's too what's so important when dating with kids like we as adults we just date and oh it's fun we're just Mm -hmm. but when you're dating someone with kids you have to think about that future of that what if You know, not to be a negative Nancy, but you never know how life changes can happen. And you have to fully accept, you know, just because you might see this person's kids on the weekends and stuff. Now, are you fully ready to take on that day-to-day responsibility, 365 days of the year?
0: Right. And then even just going back to the, um, like, the restaurant thing and, you know, our kids are basically just sitting there and that's asking a lot of them to Mm -hmm. sit patiently, quietly while we're trying to enjoy a time Mm -hmm. out. Like I give my daughter, I put on my phone and she's fine with that. But I was just telling her ABA therapist. I was like, we went to dinner as a family for the first time in like five years. Wow. And everyone with everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, Uh, The last time we went was when she, it might've been even longer than that because Mm. I I think she was maybe like four, three or four and she's 13 now. So actually, yeah, it was longer than that. Like we haven't, hadn't been able to go out and eat because she would just scream and yell as soon as she would get there because all the noise or sometimes they would play music when, you know, when you go into, Mm -hmm. um, Restaurants and she does not like certain music, so I can't tell the restaurant like, "Hey, can you change to the song because she she doesn't like what y'all are playing."
1: Right. And
0: so you know, I'm like, it was very hard. And with ABA, like, we have been able to just slowly start doing things. Oh, that's, you know, cool. yeah, with her and even just if a boyfriend or girlfriend is asking you yeah just bring your kid okay well if i have a wheelchair is it wheelchair accessible did you look into that yet okay is there a, a park place for us to park is the ground um you know smooth where her chair can even roll over the stuff or is it like gravel like we need to know all these things where right. am i going to keep her food at and keep it cold are we going to be out for however many hours where am i going to is there a place for me to change her at is it far from somewhere where I can go and change her like these are so many things that we have to think about as the parents and Correct. it's asking that other person you know are you able to start putting on this this hat and thinking about all these things when you're deciding to date me you know it's like you have a lot, there's a lot of things on the table, or they'll be like, Well, you know, they can play
1: with the other kids. And I'm like, No, no,
0: nope, you definitely can't. You won't be well, yeah, that. and my child probably can't see the other kids that right. well like, either. So, thing.
1: and I have to trust, you know, my child is nonverbal and my child is um, not scared of strangers. So everyone is a good person in his eyes. So I still have to be careful. You know, he puts a lot of stuff in his mouth that it can be choking hazard. Kids are very curious about his trait. You know, that is Mm -hmm. his lifeline. That is not a toy. It's not something fun. That is truly what keeps his airway open. Um, Without that, you know, even being around water, I have to be very careful because he cannot go into like kid park with water and stuff, um, because I mean that goes straight to his lungs. So that's yeah. drowning right then and there. Um so, you know, and then they'll be like, oh well he can just, you know, such and such will watch and I'm like, no, I'm not gonna trust my an eight-year-old watching my, you know. Yes. Um so it's just very challenging. And even though he's five, Lorenzo has the mindset of maybe a two or three year-old so you still yeah. are guiding him with everything he's not gonna make full decisions on his own mommy still makes all the decisions for him he doesn't know consequences he doesn't understand right and wrong in every situation especially life or death dangerous situation mm-hmm. um so it's just yeah like people be like oh they can come and relax so and they can play and i'm like no, The yeah. kids not gonna sit there and watch a movie. We can barely sit no there for exactly 30 minutes. Um, you know, it's just different things that we're not able to do. Um, yeah, you know. and then
0: some kids might have sensory aversions or different mm-hmm. sensory needs. And what if they like don't like pets or they're terrified of pets and. The person that you are talking to or dating or whatever, and they're like, I love dogs, or I have a dog, or I have a cat, and you're just like, My child is terrified. Like, I cannot bring them around any of you know, a cat, or I can't bring them around a dog. Then, you know, what is that? Is that a deal breaker then, or is that person going to be like, Okay, yeah, I'm going to get rid of my dog that I've had for five years because you know, your child is terrified of dogs or you know they have a sensory aversion to pets or so, the best
1: thing is when they're like oh well we can go get ice cream and you know that might sound great to a mom with a 5 year old she's like oh wow and i'm like no That's not, he's, he's going to look at you and just scream now, 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 like, you know, food is one of his, ah, so so that's not, I mean, that might be a plus for somebody else, but that's just like a scary thing. He's not going to eat it. Um, and then you're looking like, well, why won't every kid loves ice cream? Why won't he eat it? And I'm like, all right, we got to talk to you about some sensory things. Mm -hmm. This is not, he has a food aversion. He's not, eating you know chocolate pudding you can bring that over and that's all he will eat you know so it's definitely um a learning thing and you know like you said you know do you understand the hospital stays do you understand everything that goes into you know us keeping our kids safe from germs um Mm -hmm. understanding that when you go hang with the fellas or your friends, you know, yeah. that you have to come back very, we got to make sure you're germ-free, not being exposed to different things. Um, It's it's because one little germ for our kiddos, it could be like a week's stay in a hospital if we're not careful. Yeah. So it's just really being mindful of those things and letting someone know those type of things. And I do see, you know, on TikTok, I see the fairy tales where... You'll see some special needs families, they will meet someone mm-hmm. that comes in and they're just fully in. Hands out.
0: on, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, like
1: they, and that's great. Yeah. That's great. But I don't know so much. I hate to say it like this, but in our community,
0: yeah, it's
1: something, because we still have not been as open nope. about yeah. special needs. and. Yep what it looks like and what it takes Mm -hmm. so our community it's something you know i think our generation is getting a little bit more out but not as much as other cultures
0: right yes and that's why yeah because i'll you know uh i i feel like you know other cultures they are quicker to be okay with taking on the responsibility mm-hmm. of a special needs child, or just even being exposed to a special needs child and being out with them in public. Because like you said, you know, in our community, we're just still not open and we're quick. I feel like to use the words like, man, you slow or you retarded or whatever. And we say mm-hmm. all that. But if you're going to date a person that has a child with special needs, like, is that going to change your mindset or Your friends, are they okay with that? Are they um, not going to be talking about my child, Um, your family? Like, how do they feel about that? Are they open to that? Are they understanding of a child with special needs and what what that means? So it just, like, trickled down because when you're dating that person, you're not just dating them. Eventually, you're going to meet their family, and you will hope that they would be accepting also of Mm -hmm. your child and their needs and what they have and like i want somebody that is comfortable going out in public with my child and they're not embarrassed or mm-hmm. worried about what somebody's going to think or say like that is very important and i feel like us as a community we care so much about what other people think about us which is you know why we go and buy all these designer clothes and things like that right. because we want People to say good things Or feel like we're this and that And we're worried about being judged mm-hmm. So You know it's just hard to um, Think about That and if that person is going to be able To handle that And be okay mm-hmm. with You know this is Like are you going to say is this my child Now after you date after so long You know how I don't even know how how they would Take that in
1: And it's very, um, you know, because it's a lifelong thing when you bring someone around your child. And like you said, you are dating the family. So is the family going to look at it like, ooh, what happened? Right. How did this happen? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. What
0: did she do? Uh You
1: know, because we don't have the information that, you know, sometimes a lot of people, you know, think when you see a special needs african-american child that the mom was on some type of drugs Mm -hmm. or something like that you never automatically go to um you know health issues preeclampsia um incompetent cervix um just the placenta thing on the cervix you don't think of any of those things you automatically think oh well what was she doing she must have been doing this that and the other we don't assume so then the mom And if that family is not accepting, they already have prejudged the mom Mm -hmm. to be like, ooh, did she change? Is she, you know,
0: Mm -hmm. and
1: you're right. Then when you bring them over to this new family's house, um, do they have a safe place for your child? Right. Understanding, are they patient with um, your child and stuff like that? You know, so it is very challenging. um, And I think just, more information out there for our culture mm-hmm. to have an understanding of not a stigma against the mom. She didn't do anything. She didn't do anything. You know, nine, ten, nine, times out of 10, she just has some other issues and we know we're talking about it more, a lot of stuff that women bring to their OBGYN or just any doctor in the medical. We know um, African-American women are expected to handle pain, handle things a little bit different. So changing all those stigmas and um, being okay with your child out there. We know a lot of special needs families um, in our culture. This the child stays home. They stay with an older yep. relative, um, and so when the parent does go out and date or do anything, that person is not exposed to the child because they're yep. living with grandma or someone,
0: right? Yep. And then even, you know, going into like our culture as far as discipline, because I feel like our culture is harder on discipline of our children. And even just the way that some of us may talk to our, not only just talk to our children, but, you know, believe in disciplining their child. Mm -hmm. And there's ways to go about disciplining, you know, and Are you going to feel like because my child is screaming and yelling that you're supposed to put your hands on my child or, you know, your family member will say something, you know, Mm -hmm. like go off on my child. Like they're supposed to understand. Are you going to be able to find an alternate way to go about being firm and disciplining without putting your hands on the child or screaming and yelling at them? So... Mm-hmm. Because, like I said, that the when, when they start screaming, the child, when my daughter starts screaming, like you have got to have some tough, thick skin. Are you able to not want to go off or put your hands on my child?
1: Right, and that is a problem that I have actually experienced where people have said, um, "You need to get on him more." You need Mm -hmm. to get better control of him. And I'm like, no, I don't. Because let me tell you, I can tell him, like the school can let me know something's gone on. Let me tell you, the time I see Lorenzo, he's not even aware that he did that. He's not aware that that moment even took place. Even if you do it right then and there, it's other ways that we have to break through to our children. And those are things that as you get involved with dating someone with a special needs child, you have to be open to changing your mindset and learning. And I really feel like that's hard with um, African-American males because um, they want to talk to, and I know some women um, talk to their children very harsh as well, but I know I've heard certain, you know, just family members talk to their boys like, what are yeah. you, slow or something? You can't be doing that. And I'm like, right? You talk to my baby like that? You know what I mean? We don't use that word slow. Right. We don't use any of those uh-huh. type of words because those have lifelong effects on your child. You know, that's yes. the word. That's a trigger word for me. We're not going to do yeah. that. You know, like you said when they're out just talking, mm-hmm. using the word retarded is like one of my cringes. You know and they'll be saying it like in a joking matter and i'm like "Mm -mm, we don't do that because i have to tell people like if you're so comfortable saying that and you're around my child just imagine what my child is going to experience you know just being out there in the world yeah so it's it's very challenging because you got to bring the child around the person's friends their cousins right and it's a whole mindset change like hey we're gonna work on this but that's the thing of dating um A special needs, you know, person with a person with special needs children.
0: And then it's like, so when do you introduce your child with special needs to that person or even talk about your child to them? Um, You know, it's been so long since I have dated, so I don't even know like, when you would talk about a child, period, when you go on a date. Just talking about your typical child, do you like automatically say, you know, I have a child and they have, you know, and tell them everything about your child on the first date? I I usually break it down within those
1: first couple, you know, okay, we might exchange phone numbers within those first couple of text messages or phone conversations. I let them know. And most of the times they go running. Like Goodness. it's just like a, oh, shoo, don't Jeez. want to talk to you
0: anymore. Oh my god! And
1: I think like you know I have had men send me messages saying, "Well, you're gonna end up by yourself." Like just horrible messages oh my because my son comes first, and yeah. I work full time. You know, I own a business, and my son requires twenty four hour care. He still gets feed-ins at 12 midnight, 4 a.m. Um, So when I get off work, I'm tired. I don't want to run and stuff. And then, you know, the biggest thing is, well, well, let me come to the house.
0: I'm like, right. Oh, no. <laughs> right. Like, well, let me, since
1: you can't come out, let me come
0: over. And I'm like, and do you what know. are you trying to help me get my child right. ready for the night what are you trying to do because and i don't want to no. expose my child
1: to to you and so like <laughs> i have messages where people have actually men have said well you're just going to be single you make time for what you want to make
0: time for and this is what i was talking about on that post like you like you supposed to put your man first i'm sorry but my child is life or death. Mm-hmm. Okay. You will make it. You will survive. You will live. If I am not up underneath you, catering to you all the time, you will be okay. Are you trying to cater to me? Or are you just trying to make me available to do things for you? Like it needs to be 50 50. It needs to be equal. And you need to understand what the priority is here. And I tell them all the time I'm like, well, do
1: you have kids? Yeah. I'm like, okay, so if your child's mother was running out with men to date three to four times a week, you would be bashing her. She mm. never is with my kids. She's always leaving them here. She's. But then you go out and date another woman with children and you expect her to just get, you know, right. out all the time yeah. in the world. And yeah. I say that even when I'm dating someone with children. Um, Mm -hmm. I have to understand their kids should be coming first before me. They should, if their child has a game, I should understand, well, you don't have to go to all those games. What about me? I thought we were going to dinner. No, because the same expectations I have for my child's father, their children's mother has that expectation for that man. Like your kids should come first. And I think sometimes when we're dating in new situations, we forget that the other person has, if we're dating someone with kids that they have responsibilities right. of children too. And the same thing you're requesting from your children's parent, other half, somebody else is requesting from that person. So you have to be, that's why I just say dating with kids is hard. And then once I break it down to them and explain like you you would have a fit if your child's mother was out here at R&B bingo every Tuesday, <laughs> If she's, you know, at Whispers on Friday again, trying to meet someone. But all the places you're trying to pull me,
0: yeah. uh huh, your
1: family would be
0: bashing her. Yeah. And besides, why are you at Whispers trying to meet somebody? I'm going to need you to step it up, okay? Right. <laughs> why are you at Whispers trying to meet somebody that is going to take you seriously? No, ma'am. No, sir. I don't think so. And I have to okay. tell
1: people, like... <laughs> You have to understand that this is just, it's, when you're at a certain age with kids and stuff, and that's why I tell women, focus on yourself and focus on your kids. And the yes. right person will come along. Yeah. When, I don't know, if I had right. to answer, I'm shoot, I'd be a lot happier. But, <laughs> and I don't know, because these are some slim pickings out here. Yes. For the and I
0: always say, like, Jacksonville, I feel like it's just, Oh it's not a God. good place for dating at all. Like, you need to younger, go outside of the state. Older. Outside of the
1: state. I'm just like, the <laughs> younger ones want you to club bop all the time. You know, well, I want to go here. I'm like, no,
0: I'm I'm ready to get in my bed. Okay. Like, I'm tired, you know. Well, I have a two-hour minimum. I need to be in bed by 10 o'clock. Thank you. <laughs> I cannot. Thank <laughs> I you. And I'm it. like... You know, I have just other
1: focuses, and I just realized that you know, before children, yeah, I was like, hey, I can go do this, right. you know, that's fine. Yeah. But now it's totally different, especially dating with uh, special needs, because I'm sure, you know, my son didn't have the needs that he has. Um, you know, my best friend could watch him if I wanted to but then I'm like I love being a mom too like I feel like I shouldn't be down for wanting to be a mom to my child like that's what that's the title I have I'm a mom you know Mm -hmm. and I know you'll hear many people say well you got to do this for your man you got to do this and you have to do that and then you'll see the post on social media oh um Tiny's daughter, she discussed it, the oldest daughter. She mm-hmm. did a whole thing about like how it impacted her relationship with her mom when her mom started dating T.I. because mm-hmm. so much time was with him. You know, oh, yeah. it was just like she was dating. She was starting a new life. She started having kids with him. She started, you know, yeah. and even though we saw her, you know, happy throughout her gr- childhood years growing up, it still had an impact on her Mm
0: -hmm. you know
1: so you have to find that balance that's why i say co-parenting is so important because each of you guys need to have that mental health time that time to just get your mind right so it's great to have that actual partner even if you're not together to say hey i'm going to get them on tuesdays wednesdays and, you know, Fridays. So then you do have time to socially go meet, date, and stuff like that. But a lot of special needs parents, I just see them at home. They're not going anywhere.
0: No. And, you know, with me even being in a relationship, like, we maybe go out once a month. Wow. Sometimes, you know, we can't even go out that many times because we just don't have a babysitter And like we were talking about earlier, I'm not going to just call anybody to come and watch my child. Like I need you to come for a couple times, maybe like a couple months or plus before I'm going to be like where I'm watching you those first couple months. And then I'll be like, okay, now I feel comfortable with you staying on, on your own, watching my child while we go out for a couple hours. Right, right.
1: how you even said that a couple of hours, it's not even yeah. like we can just leave at three and come back, you know, midnight and have like a right, just fun, you know, all yeah. this, and any other. Like you said, even watching them for a couple of months, I'm still only gonna trust you a couple of hours because I don't know how you even though I might see how you react, but then you know, I'm watching you, so yeah. how do you really react when I'm not there to certain things, you know, you hear? all these horror stories and like i just had you know an issue with lorenzo school about communication because when your child can't communicate yeah that takes it to a whole nother level you know you see some typical kids they do have babysitters and some of them might exaggerate the story or yeah. No, so they go over to a family member's house and they might say, Oh, so and so pinched me, or so and so, da 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 And you might have did something where they didn't mean to pinch whatever. Right. Like, our children can't do that. Yeah. You know, our children, I have to look deep in Lorenzo's eyes and see how puffy they are to see if he's been crying. I have to see once I get him, is he real clingy to me? And then yeah. I can ask them, like, hey, well, what happened? What's wrong? He's not gonna tell me, you know. Yeah. And then I have to depend on someone else to inform me of what happened. And yeah. that is like one of, you know.
0: Right, because they can make up anything. Th- they can say anything. Yes. We don't know what the truth is because there's no camera for us to be Correct. able to see and I can what put what the air happened. tag
1: on him and that just only lets me know his whereabouts, you know, but it doesn't yeah. let me know what if it's Somebody put their hands
0: placed. on them or yelled at them mm-hmm. or like we wouldn't know right
1: and then when you start dating do you feel comfortable get to that point of letting that person actually step in the role where you'll be like okay i'm gonna run to the store right you stay it's like oh, you know <laughs> <laughs> that's another thing with dating too and i see it on TikTok, like there's this one family I follow, she has a special needs child, and then she has another child, and she met this man, and both of them are not his kids. She met this man, and like, I honestly thought those were his children, because he's so involved, he like, sits there and with the syringe, measuring up the medicine, I'm just like, oh, wow, that is so sweet to take on that responsibility, and that not be your child. That's right. That's
0: a lot. Yeah. And then even just us as parents, you know, we're like this, having a child with special needs has changed the path, the journey of our lives completely. Mm -hmm. And it was not anything that we expected. It's not something that we're like, oh my gosh, I love being a mother or a parent of a child with special needs. It's not like that. It's Mm -hmm. hard. So just imagine somebody coming in that does not have does not have to have a child or take care of a child with special needs Mm -hmm. coming in. Like, are they are they ready to take on this role? Because we were we were given this and put in this situation and we have chosen to carry along and deal with Mm -hmm. what we have been given. But for somebody to come in and take on the responsibility when they don't have to, like, that is a whole nother ball game.
1: And you know, some people will date and meet someone and be like, okay, this child is that old. I know maybe in 12 years, going to college and stuff. And like, are you really ready to have that conversation that my child probably gonna be living with me for right, a little, okay. long time. Yeah. Like, are you are you truly ready die. for my 28-year-old big <laughs> son to be in this house? You know? Um, so that's something as well. It's not um, you know, there, you know, even if there are some college courses, those still might be done at home. You know, I don't know what our future totally holds. Hold, but I, you know, if he has to live with me, he's going to be here. You know, there's right. you know, it is what it is what it is, um, you know, and someone has to understand that as well, because mm-hmm. you know, especially in our culture, at 18, you're out of here. You're either right, doing college military yeah. or a job. Boom,
0: you no, who coming home? You know, um and are you ready for? Right, That's- and they're like, if you live in here, you're gonna be helping paying some bills right. or something. You're gonna be d- taking care of something. No, my child cannot t- pay any bills. They cannot help do anything. You're gonna have to do right. everything for them. So
1: exactly, <laughs> and this is this is the life. You know, the lifting, the carrying, the you know, the accessible house. You know, everything like that that comes along with. You know, because you know, I'm just even once you see what goes on in these homes and stuff, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not ready to even think about placing him in a independent living or anything like that. Um, right. you know, I'm more thankful for I just would like to be able to keep my bills and stuff situated to keep him at home with me. And I don't want someone to, to come in my life and bring home a bunch of pamphlets. Like, Hey, I found this place. Cause her buddy, like, right. You know, you yeah, I'm like, trying
0: to yeah. my child out. No,
1: right. You yeah. can go where my child goes. So that's <laughs> something too that, you know, people have to think about when they're dating someone with special needs. 18 is not the adult cutoff,
0: you yeah. know, yeah,
1: they're not going to go get a job at 16 to yeah. work at McDonald's or pay for their sneakers or extra stuff they, you know, think they shouldn't have. That's not the case. We will be the full, you know, caregivers right. we will pay financially, emotionally, mentally, physically, everything for them.
0: Yeah. Wow. So, you know, we just wanted to come and bring all this to the table, you know, today seeing how a man or a woman would be able to handle being in a relationship with someone that has a child with special needs. Um, You know, it already can be a little difficult when you are uh, deciding to date someone that has a typical child. But as we discussed, having a child with special needs is is a whole nother field of just being able to handle different things. And there's a lot that comes with it. So we know we want to know, are are you able to handle that? If you are single, if you are, you know, looking to date someone, would you date someone that has a child with special needs? And if you are a a special needs child, and you found someone? Contact us because we want to know how that. Yeah, went. we
1: want to know. We want to hear about it.
0: Oh, the story. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Yes, me some because we know that there are some success stories mm-hmm. <laughs> out there. So, yeah, we would love to hear about your experiences with dating as a parent of a child with special needs. So, um, this will be on our Facebook page, on Spotify, and YouTube. So you'll be able to comment on Facebook, comment on YouTube, and please let us know, chime in. We want to hear all about it. And, you know, once again, we thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Two Moms and Some Labels. And we hope that you enjoy this episode and it's given you something to think about. Um, You know, just let us know your thoughts. We want to hear So until then, make sure you comment and we will see you guys on the next episode of Two Moms and Some Labels. Thank you, guys. Have a good
1: one. Bye. Bye.